Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com as well as rate, review of iTunes. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد الشاكرين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله والكونتينيو إن شاء الله تنايت لتفسير the sequence of تفسير as we have started a while ago again as a reminder this is a تفسير according to the revelation of the Quran we started with Surah Al-Alaq, which was the first Surah revealed to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then we moved to Surah Al-Muddathir, then Surah Al-Qalam, then Surah Al-Muzzammil, then we did Surah Al-Fatiha, and all of these based on the order of revelation. Then we did Surah Al-Masad, then after that we did Surah Al-Takweer, then we did Surah Al-A'la, then Surah Al-Layl, then Surah Al-Fajr, and then we mentioned that after Surah Al-Fajr, which is the 10th surah revealed in the order of revelation the wahi which is jibreel alayhi salam coming with quran from allah azza wa jal ceased for a while there was a temporary halt and then after that temporary halt which some of the mufassirin they put it at some months some they put it at few days but it doesn't matter whether it's three days or three months or 40 days the issue is that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was uh, disturbed because of the wahi that has not been uh, coming to him. And the people of Quraysh, they took advantage of that and they were uh, making all types of accusations to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that he has been lying all the time, he is not a proper prophet or messenger. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was distressed and it's obvious. Besides, of course, the man who was receiving the wahi from Allah Azza wa Jal and out of a sudden, uh, the wahi has stopped uh, that in itself is a concern whether Quraysh was making all types of accusations or not but it is a concern because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has been has become used adjusted to receiving the orders from Allah this type of surahs like Al-A'la like Al-Layl like Al-Fajr 
like Al-Fatiha, all of these, this is the Quran being revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and out of a sudden it stopped. But then after that time period, Allah Azza wa Jal continued the revelation and he revealed Surah Al-Duha. And we explained Surah Al-Duha last time in two sessions, part one and part two, where Allah Azza wa Jal, he uh, clearly and outright stated in the Quran to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that I swear by Al-Duha, by the uh, rise of the day of the sun, uh, I swear by the night when the night calms down, that Allah Azza wa Jal has not departed you, He has not let you down, He has not let you go, that Allah Azza wa Jal continues to provide you with all the support. And Allah reminded the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, didn't I find you an orphan and I provided you with a safe haven? Didn't I pro uh, find you uh, uh, a person with Alam yajidka yatiman fa'awa wa wajadaka dhalan fahada and you were wandering around, you don't know what's the correct direction, where to go and Allah Azza wa Jal provided you with all the guidance and you were so poor, so desperate, so in need and Allah Azza wa Jal covered for all your needs, whether it's the spiritual, the moral, the physical, the financial, all of it. Uh, and then Allah Azza wa Jal directed the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to pay back whatever he has been given in terms of taking care of the orphan, in, in terms of taking care of the uh, poor and the needy, in terms of speaking up with the with our, with whatever the revelation Allah Azza wa Jal is revealing to him. And uh, 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 in terms of those people who are in absolute need to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to the Wahi, to all types of needs, be responsive. And that was Surah Al-Duha. Surah, surah Al-Duha came as uh, a support surah to support the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to provide him uh, with all that uh, uh, spiritual and, and moral support, if you will, from Allah Azza wa Jal, that Allah is behind you. Uh, this da'wah will proceed. This Islam will continue, and no matter what the accusations from Quraysh is, never mind that, and Allah Azza wa Jal will always uh, uh, provide with the best, provide you with the best. In fact, he mentioned, uh, Allah will provide you, will give you, will keep bringing down to you everything such that you will be satisfied, such that you will be pleased. The next surah, immediately after that, goes along the same line. Surah Al-Inshirah, again most of the Mufassirin, they put this surah as directed to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the same manner Surah Al-Duha was directed to him. Surah Al-Duha was specific to the, the Prophet and Surah Al-Inshirah where it says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alam Nashrah Laka Sadrak, along the same line, remember in Surah Al-Duha where he says, Alam Yajidka Yatiman Fa'awa, didn't I find you an orphan? and I provided you with a safe haven. Here it begins, right from the very beginning, Alam nashrah laka sadrak. As if this was a continuation of the previous surah. It is a new surah on its own, but it's along the same line. The previous surah ends with this, didn't I do this for you? And here, didn't I do this for you? Alam nashrah laka sadrak. Haven't we opened up your chest? Opened up your chest means that we have opened up your heart, your chest, uh, we expanded your horizon, we made you absolutely, um, we made everything visible to you. So we came to you as a person 
who doesn't know anything about life, about the world, about what, what's coming after, what was before. And we opened up all this issue in front of your eyes, within your chest, so you see it internally from your heart. And I will come back to this. Alam nashrah laka sadrak. Didn't we open up your heart and your chest? Wawada'na anka wizrak. Didn't we also, we means Allah Azza wa Jal, didn't we also put down uh, your heavy weight, we took your heavy weight off you, we lifted that heavy weight off you, whatever weight that is, whether it's the sin, whether it's the uh, difficulties of life, whether it's the weight of all types of uh, uh, hardships during the day, we took that off your shoulder. الذي أنقض ظهرك The one that has caused you all types of difficulties such that your back is bent. It is that heavy weight, heavy load that is bending your back. We took that off. We lifted that off. All of this continues to be a reminder from Allah Azza wa Jal to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that don't worry. Don't have any worries. Don't have any hesitation. Don't think back. Don't think that these people can put you down. Allah Azza wa Jal, after all, we have done the following things for you. And we've raised your mention high. We gave your name. Your name became so high. Rafa'na means we raised up. Dhikr means your mention. The, the dhikr, which means the reminder, the talk about you, your name. All of this, we put it so high. Then Allah says, now cool down. Yusra. After the hardship, al-usr means hardship. After hardship, there is yusr. And yusr means there is ease. It, it, it's going to be easy. It's going to be okay. Things will be fine. And repeating again, inna ma'al usri yusra. One more time, indeed, with hardship, there is going to be a yusr. With hardship, there is going to be an ease. With hardship, there is going to be a cooling down. With hardship, there is going to be softness. All of this coming in these two ayahs, and I will explain there are some peculiarities about it. Some hadith of the Prophet وسلم, regarding this issue. And then, فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ A direction to the Prophet وسلم, just like in Surah Al-Duha. After he told him, I found you an orphan and I provided, I found you uh, wandering and I gave you guidance, I find you poor and I gave you wealth, then do the following. Then I order you to do the following. In this surah along the same line, I did this to you. I raised your mention high. I raised your name. I lifted off your, uh, your pains, your sufferings, your hardships. Uh, I opened up your chest. I gave all of this. And then uh, with, the, with the hardship and difficulty, there is going to be an ease and there is going to be a smoothness. And then a direction to the Prophet وسلم, directive. Orders, instructions. فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ When you are done of doing something, فَرَغْتَ You are done of doing something, فَانْصَبْ Then come back to Allah Azza wa Jal. To Allah Azza wa Jal. Do some more work. إِنْصَبْ means be more forceful in doing whatever you are doing. Just like being persistent. Like a sabr which we talked about in, in other ayat. وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرَغَبْ And look up to what Allah Azza wa Jal has. Look up to whatever your Rabb provides for you. And that's the surah. Eight ayat, eight ayat has so many things in them. Now, let's look at the environment. Remember, one more time, that this is Islam at its infancy. Islam is in progress. Islam at startup. Islam is 
just coming up. Only few surahs have been revealed. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam already, with these few surah, already has difficulty with Quraysh. Already the struggle has started. Already they started accusing him. Already they, are, they started saying he's a majnoon, even from Surah Al-Qalam, right, the second or the third surah, when Allah Azza wa Jal says, فَمَا أَنْتَ بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ بِمَجْنُونَ You are indeed, you are not an insane, you are not majnoon. So this whole thing started, and in Surah Al-Alaq even, uh, about At-Taghiyah, uh, أَمَّا الْإِنسَانِ That a human can become a, a, a tyrant, if he sees himself so 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 uh, so rich, so powerful with lots of authority, so all of this tyranny was practiced against Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Some of the Sahaba were under persecution. He himself, Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, was under attack. And we saw Surah Al-Masad. So life is not easy. The da'wah is not easy. The struggle against the kufr and against uh, uh, the shirk and against the the all the societal illness is not that easy. It's, it it has a toll. On Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, but he was comfortable because the wahi was coming to him, because Allah azza wa jal was giving him all of these surah, like in Surah Al-Qalam, like Surah Al-Fatiha. He gave him Surah Al-Fatiha. The, the, the Jews, Bani Israel, they would say to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and to the some Sahaba, a surah in the Quran. If this was in, revealed to us, we would have. Uh, bowed down to Allah Azza wa Jal day and night until the day of judgment. That's Surah Al-Fatiha. They said, Surah in the Quran, in your Quran, which is the Quran of the Islam, if it was revealed to them, they claim, of course, they are liars. Because what was revealed to them is also wahi. And here Islam was inviting them to, 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 to enter in the, in the religion. But nevertheless, they were making this claim about Surah Al-Fatiha. It was given to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. All of this was wonderful support, which is needed for any da'wah carrier. It's needed for a prophet, it's needed for a messenger, it needed, it's needed for anyone who wants to pursue this issue of the rise of Islam. Anyone who wants to pursue this issue of bringing Islam into life, into the life of people, he needs this support. So now, with all of this, the kuffar of Mecca find this loophole when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was left without wahi for a few days, for some time, then they took advantage of that and they started bombarding him and attacking him and he was waiting uh, uh, relentlessly with all types of desire looking for the wahi to come down one more time to tell him that you Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is on the right path and then indeed Allah azza wa jal brings this surah just like surah al-duha one more time ya Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam don't be uh, uh, overtaken by these kuffar don't be reluctant. Don't think that they will take advantage of you. Don't think that we will let you alone. And let me remind you, Allah Azza wa is reminding him, let me remind you, I have done for you things which you could never have even thought of. I've made your chest wide open. In Shirah al-Sadr, when you say my chest is wide open, my heart is open, means I am always pleased. I would never be disturbed. Nashrah laka sadrak al-sharah. In this case, it means you will never be stressed out. No matter what the hardships is, you will always feel easy. You will always be smooth. Hardship will not have a toll on you. Hardship will not cause you suffering. You will be able to tolerate that. So we've taken care of that. So don't worry. Do not be concerned. 
Allah Azza wa Jal is telling Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and of course is telling us as long as you have Islam, once you believe in Allah Azza wa Jal, once you accept and, and, and understand the, the, the favors Allah bestows upon you, you have nothing to worry about. This because the, the chest, the heart is the source of worry. When you start worrying, your heart starts beating, you start having these difficulties, you will be annoyed, you will be disturbed. All of this coming from inside, from the heart, from the mind, from the brain, from the chest. Allah Azza wa says, I smooth this out for you. Alam nashrah, sharh to make things, in fact, the sharh means explain. Explain to the extent that nothing remains vague. Everything is obvious. And when we talk about the pages, or it becomes smooth, wide open. So you have no worries whatsoever. Allah took care of that. Alam nashrah laka sadrak. And not only that, wa anka wizrak. This heavy weight. Now remember the heavy weight Allah Azza wa Jal told him, inna sanulqi alayka qawlan thaqila. We will, we will reveal to you a heavy word. Quran is heavy, it's not easy. Islam is heavy. You have to deal with Quraysh, you have to deal with Mecca, you have to deal with the Arabs. Today you have to deal with the, with the secularists, with the liberalists, with the democrats, with the capitalists. You have to deal with the atheists, you have to deal with all types of fasiqeen, fajireen, munafiqeen, hypocrites. You deal with all types of things like the, the brothers in Egypt. They are dealing with all types of things. The, the weight is heavy. Islam is not light. But then Allah Azza wa Jal tells Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we managed to take the heavy weight of this deen off your shoulder. So you no longer feel it heavy because your chest has been wide open. Your Islam has been deeply rooted in your heart. Your belief, your faith is strong. And we've done all of this for you. So actually this heavy weight you should not feel it. It is heavy. This Islam, this struggle, this daily activity with the people of Quraysh, it's making you so disturbed. It's making you so feeling so because of the because of the, the, the scenarios and the episodes that go on a daily basis. You have to face Abu Jahl, you have to face Abu Lahab, you have to face Al Walid bin Al Mughira, all of these tyrants. And that is heavy. And that makes your back bend. Anqad adhaharak means anqad actually like destroys or disable. It's disabling your back. You think so. But Allah Azza wa Jal says actually that heavy weight, I took it off your back. So it's no longer going to bother you. You will not be bothered with that. You will carry the tasks, but those will not impact you. And of course, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah says, the way he was carrying the da'wah, he was carrying it with all his intentions, with all his power, with all his energy. He was exhausted. In fact, there is an ayah in, in Surah Al-Kahf later on, he says, فَلَعَلَّكَ بَاخِعٌ نَفْسَكَ عَلَىٰ آثَارِهِمْ إِلَّمْ يُؤْمِنُوا بِهَذَا الْحَدِيثِ أَسَفَةً When you are calling these people to Iman, and they are not accepting your Iman, you are becoming so sorry, absolutely with sorrow, the sorrow that you have because of their disbelief is taking a toll upon yourself. It is really disabling you from inside. Bakhi'un nafsak means you are really ruining yourself. You are exhausting yourself. Your soul is being consumed by the fact that they are not accepting the Iman. You are doing everything that you can and still they are turning their back against you. 
you are bringing them all the ayat, all the evidences, all the explanation, all the struggle you can, but nevertheless they are not accepting. And that makes you sad. That's the ayah in Surah Al-Kahf. And here Allah Azza wa Jal says we know that and therefore we took care of that so that this will no longer impact you. When we say you are carrying a heavy back, a heavy weight on your back, so your back is you are walking, walking, walking with a heavy weight and then somebody comes and lifts it off. Now your back is straight and you can walk normal. So this is what Allah Azza wa Jal is saying. I took care of that. I took that heavy weight off your shoulder, off your back, so you can carry this da'wah without any problem, without any delay. So don't worry, Ya Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. I did that. وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ Now, the kuffar of Mecca, they used to accuse Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and claim that, look, like in Surah Al-Kawthar, which will, which will come later after this, إِنَّا طَيْنَاكَ الْكَوْثَرَ فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ وَنْحَرْ إِنَّ شَانِئَكَ هُوَ الْأَبْتَرَ They used to say, Ya Muhammad, you are a person who will not bear children. And therefore, after your, your death, no one will mention you. You will be gone. You will have no descendants. You will have no offsprings whatsoever. Allah Azza wa Jal, in that surah, he mentioned, إِنَّ شَانِئَكَ هُوَ الْأَبْتَرَ that Allah Azza wa Jal, he gave him more than they would even think of. In this surah, he's saying almost the same thing. وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ Your mention, we made a decision that it will be absolutely high. And the malaika, in one narration, they are asking Allah Azza wa Jal, says, Ya Allah, O our Rabb, who is that, who is that person whose name is also always mentioned with your name. That's even at the time when Allah Azza wa Jal created Adam and he laid down in front of the angels all of the future of humanity and they noticed that there is something called La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. So they noticed the word Muhammad and they asked, who is that, what name is that, that is always mentioned whenever your name is mentioned. And today, in compliance with that, Every time you say La ilaha illallah, you say Muhammadur Rasulullah. Every time La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Every time somebody says Muhammad, you have to say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. And the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the Hadith says, Do you know who is the miser? Who is the mean? Who is the one who is not paying? Who is absolutely tied, ties up his hand? He said, Alladhi idha dukirtu. عنده anyone that my name is mentioned in front of him and does not say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. So every time the name Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is mentioned, you say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. 1.5 billion or 1.7 billion people do the, do the same every day. The most commonly used name in the world today is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. Allah in the Quran, he mentions it, إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Allah and His angels make salah upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What more you would want? What more you would want? Your name is mentioned with the name of Allah azza wa jal. Every time your name is mentioned, you have to make this prayer, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad. The name of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the most common name used ever in the history of mankind and this is what Allah Azza wa Jal is telling Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam don't worry about what the kuffar say 
Don't worry about Quraysh. Don't worry about the Munafiqeen. Don't worry about them. We take care of you. And that message goes back today. Don't worry about all of these liberals, the kuffar, the capitalists, the democrats, the nationalists, the secularists. All, don't worry about them. Allah Azza wa Jal will take care of you. They are trying to label you with bad names like terrorists, fundamentalists, all of these names. Allah Azza wa Jal labeled you with Muslims, the Muslimin, Al-Mu'mineen. And this Muslimin will, will rise up. And today everybody is talking about Islam and the Muslims. Especially the one who is calling for Allah Azza wa Jal, his name will be all over, whether for bad or wrong, but his name will be raised. Allah Azza wa Jal will raise the name and the dhikr and the mention of those who are on the right path all the time. And then comes issue, In Arabic, this is very interesting. Al-Usr, Al-Usr it's a word which is called hardship, but it comes with this Al, Alif Lam. Al means the Usr. And in Arabic, when the word the usr, twice, it means it's the same. In two ayah, inna ma'a al-usri yusra. Al-usri yusra. Al-usr, once it is associated with this alif lam, it means it's the same hardship. Hardship is the same. Whether it's the hardship of Quraysh, whether it's the hardship of the seculars, whether the hardship of the Americans or of the uh, uh, Egyptian presidency and, and military, it's a hardship is a hardship. Al-Usr is Al-Usr. Al-Usr is something that goes against your easiness, against your smooth life, against your comfort, against your convenience. It's Al-Usr. It doesn't matter what form it takes, it's Al-Usr. But Usr, Usr is whatever Allah Azza wa Jal provides against that Usr. Whatever Allah provides against that hardship is from Allah. It's the victory that comes from Allah. Allah brings it in a manner, He says, Usr, without Al-Ta'rif, without Al-Flam. When it's without alif lam, it means two different users. And that's the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, لَنْ يَغْلِبَ عُسْرًا لَنْ يَغْلِبَ عُسْرًا يُسْرًا Yusr, there are twice of them. The Yusr, there are twice. Yusr, which means one Yusr today and one Yusr tomorrow. They will not be defeated. لَنْ يَغْلِبَ عُسْرًا يُسْرًا لَنْ يَغْلِبَ عُسْرًا The Yusr, the usr, which is the hardship, will never defeat two usurs. In other words, each hardship, Allah Azza wa Jal will provide you with twice as much usur to overcome that. Inna ma'al usr yusra, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, and then inna ma'al usr yusra twice, says the usr, the usr, which is hardship, will not be able to overcome or to defeat two usurs. And the two usurs will always overcome one usr. So al usr is one. Al-Usr is one type, and Allah Azza wa Jal provides all types of Usr, all types of convenience, all types of support. In other words, what he is telling Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Ya Muhammad, don't worry. No matter what hardship they provide you, I will provide you with twice comfort and support. No matter what aggression they, they make against you, I will make sure at least twice as much will be provided to you so that you will lead and you will prevail. So the prevalence to, for this Islam to prevail is a must. It's given. And here Allah Azza wa Jal stresses that with this repetition, Inna ma'al usri yusra, 
Indeed, with each hardship, there is going to be a support and convenience. And then again, inna ma'al usr yusra. One more time, indeed, with usr, with al usr, there will be a yusr. With hardship, there will be support. With difficulty, there will be a victory. With the, the, the uh, uh, arrogance of the kuffar, there will be the support of Allah Azza wa Jal. That is absolutely given. And then, once that happens, what do I have to do? If that's what Allah Azza wa Jal says, I will give your name, it will be mentioned so high. I will lift off your back the heavy weight that breaks your back or that delays your work or that makes you absolutely uh, uh, in difficult situation. If I have done all of this for you, what should you do? What is your role? Your role, فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ Then all you have to do is to stand, insub means come up straight. Just like Surah Al-Muddathir, where it says, Ya ayyuhal muddathir qum, stand up. Here it says, fansab, stand up. Be straight. If I took the weight off your back, you have no reason to continue saying, oh, it's too difficult, oh, it's too heavy, I, can do, I cannot do it. If you know that Allah Azza wa Jal is giving you the support, the backup, there is no reason to continue to say, oh, I need the United States to back me up, I need the Security Council, I need the NATO, I need... There is no need. Allah Azza wa Jal took care of that. He lifts all of this burden from your shoulder. So what is this, all of this hesitation about? فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ Once you are done with all of this talk and discussions about uh, uh, your deen and about the faith and about your situation and about all of these cases, stand up, get up, فَانْصَبْ once you are done with your prayer, some of the Mufassirin says, فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ Once you are done with your Asr, you just finished the Asr, you prayed. It's enough. Insub, stand up, go for your Da'wah. Once you are done with your prayer at night, قُمِ اللَّيْلَ إِلَّا قَلِيلَ Stand up all nights except for a little bit, then stand up. Go back to Allah Azza wa Jal, start working. إِنَّ لَكَ فِي النَّهَارِ سَبْحًا طَوِيلًا You have to float during the daytime, you have to wander during the day and carry the Da'wah. Stand up and warn the people. When you are done with your daily stuff, sometimes you have to take daily errands, you have to run some errands for you. You have to go to the grocery, you have to buy some food, you have to take care of your kids, you have to cater for your wife. You have, there are many things which you need to do, but once you are done, you have no other excuse. Stand up. You have to read the Quran, you have to take energy. Yes, you do. You sit down, you read one surah, two surahs, but you don't stay up for 24 hours doing that. You read something, then get up, stand up. You make i'tikaf for a few days, but once you are done with i'tikaf, stand up, come back. Fansab. فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ fansab. This is the order. Allah Azza wa Jal is saying, look, I have done all of this for you. Now you have to do this for me. You have to do it for me. وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ and it's for your Rabb you have to stand, so your irghab means your desire. Then your desire, your intention, your attitude, your direction has to be to your Rabb, to Allah Azza wa Jal. You don't have any excuse anymore. You were a little bit burdened because there was no wahi, now there is wahi. You think that Quraysh has given you lots of hard time and hardship, I took that hardship of you and I guarantee that I will support you. You have usr. You have difficulties, people are ganging against you, like in Syria, Iran is ganging, Hezbollah, Hezbollah is ganging, uh, United States is providing support to Bashar, everybody, Saudi Arabia, 
the Muslims are, are left alone. No, you are not alone. Allah Azza wa Jal is with you. Allah will take care of all of that heavyweight. It's not up to you to take care of that. All is you are required to do is to stand up for Allah Azza wa Jal. Don't seek help and support from anyone who is kafir, from anyone who is munafiq, from anyone who is against Islam. Don't go that direction. وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ even this was to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now, we know that Muhammad, peace be upon him, never had the intention to go up to Quraysh and, and uh, 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 smoothen his tongue with them. He doesn't do that. But nevertheless, Allah Azza wa Jal is warning. Allah is telling him, this is what you should do. You have to stand up to Allah Azza wa Jal. As soon as you are done with whatever your daily stuff, I don't deny that you need some work. You have to work, you have to feed your children. But once you are done with that, you can't do that all the time. You can't claim, I am busy, busy, busy all the time. I say, look, there is a session you have to attend, oh, I am busy. There is a da'wah you have to carry, I am busy. There is a stand in downtown Chicago to raise the flag of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, oh, I am busy. There is a campaign coming up soon, know whom your prophet is. You have to gain knowledge about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh, brothers, I am busy, I don't have time. When are you going to have time? Here Allah Azza wa Jal says, yeah, there is a limit for all of these. ولكن, then once you are done with this, فإذا فرغت فانصب. Once you are done, stand up, get up, do the required work. وإلى ربك فرغب. And your desire, your intention, your, your attitude, your direction has only to be your Rabb. وإلى ربك فرغب. And that gives us the summary. Let me summarize this and we will end right here. This surah, although short, but it does provide all of this incentive and directions. It tells us that in this da'wah, in this work, there is usr. Allah recognizes that. There is usr means there is hardship. Of course, it's very hard to stand up against Sisi, against Bashar. It's hard. It's hard to look at all the conspiracies that are happening against Islam. It's hard. We know that. We know that the kuffar will not, will not leave you alone. We know that. That's what the ayah is, the surah is talking about. We know that all of this will have a heavy burden upon your shoulder. All of that will tempt you to shy away. All of this will give you temptation to stay away from the field of da'wah. That's natural. But Allah Azza wa comes and says, look, when it comes to all of these difficulties and hardships and burdens that are beyond your shoulder, beyond your ability to carry, I will guarantee those. Allah Azza wa is the guarantor. I will guarantee that all of this will be taken care of. And all you have to do is to stand up for what is right. Stand up for what Allah Azza wa wants you to stand up. And you do it for the sake of Allah. وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ Don't ever, don't ever wait for a reward in this dunya. Don't ever. Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anh used to say, used to say, when people invite him for some goodies, for some good stuff to eat, he would say no. He'd say, I am afraid, I am afraid that whatever I gain in this dunya, it will prevent me from gaining similar stuff in the akhirah. I want to keep it for my akhirah. I want to keep it for my, I want to see what my Rabb gives me. 
he is absolutely up to what Allah Azza wa Jal gives. What this dunya gives a lot. But what Allah Azza wa Jal has is much better. What Allah Azza wa Jal has is much better. And here's what Allah Azza wa Jal wants the Muslims and the Mu'min to how he should behave or should feel. In all of this endeavor, all of this struggle, all of this work, all of this da'wah, all of this uh, spreading of Islam, at the end of the day, what I want from this is whatever Allah Azza wa Jal gives me. Nothing more, nothing less. وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ It's my ragma. Ragma means desire. I desire whatever Allah Azza wa Jal has. I desire whatever Allah Azza wa Jal has. In the previous surah, Allah told Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, no matter what you desire, no matter what you have in mind, Allah will please you. So these two surahs, if you put them together, they make one unit. One unit of support of the da'wah. One unit for support of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One unit for support of everyone who is carrying the struggle of Islam. One unit for support of Islam. One unit to show that Allah Azza wa Jal will not let this deen down. That Allah Azza wa Jal will never let down anyone who works on the cause of Allah Azza wa Jal. But if you work in the cause of anything but Allah Azza wa Jal, forget it about the support of Allah. What distresses me most these days, when I hear someone from the squares in Egypt, those who are protesting and standing up against the oppression and the tyranny of the army, someone would come and stand and say, we are fighting and struggling in the cause of a civil state, in the cause of a democracy. What we want is democracy and civil state. Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ Desire what Allah Azza wa Jal has. Desire Islam. Look up for Islam. Don't look up for all of these so-called annual uh, lively type of things liberty freedom uh, good life even even it's not a good life that they are looking for but all of this is distresses me or puts lots of stress on my brain how could it be possible that a muslim who is struggling in the cause of allah who is giving up his life or the people are giving up their life so cheap on those squares and then at the end of the day come and say I am instead of saying ila rabbika farghab he says ila ad-dawla al-madaniya farghab for the civil state desire for the democracy desire Allah says very clearly فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ only for your Rabb فَرْغَبْ that's what we learn because these surahs they talk to us Especially when Islam is at the beginning, especially when Islam is being oppressed, especially when we are in desperate needs for the support. That's what we gain our momentum and our energy from. We need to look back at these surahs, how they provided all of this moral, uh, spiritual support to Muhammad and to the early Muslims because of the, all the temptation, all the hardships. They were having heavy toll, heavy burden upon them. And here Allah provides the direction. Yes, I, there is a recognition. Allah Azza wa Jal does not deny that we have usr, but He says, I provide you with two usrs. There is a usr, there is hardship, but I give you two usrs. I know the weight is too heavy, but I lift it off your shoulder. He 
he does that. And then at the end of the day, he, as I mentioned, he says, I gave you two users. All you have to do is to stand up for Allah Azza wa Jal and to look up for what Allah Azza wa Jal has to provide. Nothing more, nothing less. And I will stop right here. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakumullah khair brothers. If anybody has any comment, any question, any discussions, please. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. No, no, it's, uh, the hadith is clear. The hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the question is about the hadith. If you see an evil, you do it with your hand. If you cannot, then with your tongue. If you cannot, then with your heart. And that is the weakest of the iman. So the hadith is clear. He says, once you reach the level that you keep it in your heart, only you deny the evil in your heart, you cannot speak against it, or you, cannot do, you can do nothing against it. That's okay, but remember, this is the weakest of Iman. And that's not what is required. What's required is the full Iman, is the full strength Iman. What's required is to understand that I have to stand up for the Haqq, I have to stand up for the truth, I have to stand up against uh, tyranny. That's what the Iman, and that is what the Sahaba were directed right from the very beginning, at the highest level of Iman. You are not streaming for the weakest. Although we recognize, we understand, there are people who will only accept Iman at the weakest level possible. But beyond that, or lower than that, you don't accept, you don't accept anything. But definitely that's not what, how the da'wah will be carried. Those who will have the Iman in their heart only, that's not da'wah. That's to preserve your own status, your own identity as a Muslim. But the da'wah is to be able to struggle against the kufr, to, able, to be able to interact with the society, to be able to infuse your deen, your iman, your values in the illness of the society and to defuse those illnesses of the society. That's what the da'wah is about. And that is heavy. That's usr. That is difficult. But then Allah Azza wa Jal says, okay, I know it's difficult, but be assured that I will provide you with twice as much support as you need. Twice as much support as you need in the da'wah from Allah Azza wa Jal. And the way I get it, it will be one, once in this life and once in the, in the day after. In this life he will provide you with victory and in the hereafter he will provide you with Jannah. What could be more useful than that? Of course the most difficult thing is to proceed on the day of judgment for Jannah. And that, and, and there are many hadith on that, that to ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make your uh, day of accountability a user. In fact, it says, Allahumma hasibni hisaban yasira. Hisab yasir, which means my accountability, let it be with user, let it be with ease. 
Allah Azza wa Jal will provide that because that's the time when you need it and you need it now too during this life because in this life there is lots of uh, uh, conspiracies against you against your deen and they are way beyond your power Allah Azza wa Jal will provide that victory yes it's it is it was one occasion that one uh, Umar ibn Khattab عنه, was passing by some young men who were doing some barbecues. They called it the hash. They were, and they were doing some meat. And when, the, when Umar passed by, they were laughing, smiling. Oh, that this man, Umar ibn Khattab, knows nothing about these. Like, he's a person who is way beyond the meat and the barbecues. He's a man who eats raw bread, as if he doesn't know. So he heard them. And he came back to them and he talked to them. He said, look, as far as your barbecue, this, I know all brands and all kinds. And the sweets and the desserts you were preparing, I know more brands and types than you have. And I know their taste and I know all of these. So it's not that I am ignorant of them or I am not aware, but I am afraid that there will come a day where it says أذهبتم طيباتكم في الحياة الدنيا You consumed your طيبات طيبات means the, the leisure and the pleasures of the food in this life, in this dunya I don't want to be the, one of those who has consumed all his طيبات So it is part of his this eagerness to Allah Azza wa Jal It's not that he doesn't have or doesn't want or doesn't like It is that he was looking up to whatever Allah Azza wa Jal will provide him rather than what he can eat in this dunya. And that is the vision of a mu'min, of a believer who knows with certainty that he will get much more pleasure than he has in this life. It doesn't mean that he doesn't like it or doesn't accept it. Actually, he said he does like it and he knows about it and he tried it in the past so he knows what it, it tastes like. But he chooses to skip for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. Yes? Al-Munkar. Sure, sure. I mean, of course, you are on the right track. I yes. The question is about the hadith again, changing the munkar with hand, with the tongue, or with the heart. The brother was making elaboration on the meaning of the hadith, which is a correct elaboration. In my comment, I was just coming to the last part about the 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 uh, the, the part which says ذلك أضعف الإيمان. The weakest of the iman is to uh, to have it in the heart. But the uh, to to make this more. Uh, uh, more final on this issue the change with the hand change with the hand actually it's left to the one who has the right to use the hand uh, in the case of uh, Islam usually it's the Imam or the Qadi the one who has the authority so changing the Munkar with the hand it's it's for the uh, uh, 
for the state with the authority and the using the tongue which is to deny to the tongue that's for the ulama for the scholars and for anyone who knows alim means the one who has the knowledge because you cannot uh, deny a munkar with your tongue when you don't understand it or you don't really know that so that's for those who who know uh, and anyone who knows about that uh, now the last part though the last part it really it really applies to the one who knows who knows and he chooses to keep it in the heart so he knows and I know it's a monkar in front of me and I can speak against it but I don't want to face the hardships of the society I don't want to face the hardship of the uh, police interrogation etc so I I'd rather be silent now if someone be silent because I'm not sure whether I can make an impact or not I don't know how much difference I can make I could cause more confusion that is not Adaful Iman that is still part of the learning about the Munkar and getting the proper knowledge so that's not even a week so that's still not the weakest level the weakest level is I know it's a Munkar but let me like there is the the uh, the oppression that's happening in Egypt these days or in Syria. I know that Sisi is wrong. I know that he's against Islam and the Muslims, but I would rather be silent. So I don't get run down by the, by the authorities. That is weakest of the Iman. So I know it's a Munkar. I'm not accepting it, but I cannot speak against it. Now, if someone knows the Munkar and speaks with the monker, that's a different story. There are people they say, Oh, I am afraid because I'm afraid, then I will support Bashar al Assad. That's not acceptable. That's not even part of this. That's not even the weakest of Iman. That goes under different categories. But I mean, you, you are along the, uh, the correct track. Zakallah khair. Any other comment, questions? Okay, Zakum oh go ahead. just a question about Egypt Yes, go ahead. what should be I mean we know that uh as you referred to the stand for democracy for civil state. Yeah. But the other side is also right now uh, calling for, uh, you know, still having clearly said that, okay, learn from the mistake that has happened in the past year and try to say that this is something that we compromise on. Yeah. Okay, the question is about Egypt and the two sides the uh, army on one hand, which is crushing the people and killing Muslims, and the other side, some Muslims. Uh, movements who are still in their response to the aggression of the army are calling for democracy and something none uh, other than Islam. Look, the issue is not what the Ikhwan are calling for or the, some of the, uh, their leadership. The issue is there is an army, there is a tyrant who is crushing the people, killing Muslims right and left, destroying masajid, which is not acceptable by any means. Number one. Number two, then there is a conspiracy 
to prevent Islam from coming to the not preventing I'm not saying preventing Ikhwan because the Ikhwan they were in the ruling for one year and they did not prevent them to prevent Islam the Sharia of Islam the laws of Allah from coming and they vow to sustain the so-called secular structure of Egypt that is wrong that is munkar that has to be sp spoken against now those Muslims who still don't know what is the ultimate goal they should have those should be taught those should be talked to but the general people in the streets general Muslims these general Muslims they want Islam they really they want Islam they don't know the details of what Islam constitutes that's up to you and up to me and up to him and up to him to make that clear but in Egypt the situation is not vague is not ambiguous it is very well defined there is an oppressive regime that has taken over the government by force with the military and denying the people the right the people who are the Muslims the right to be ruled by Islam now anyone who does not understand this is on the wrong side that's Munkar anyone who calls to remove the army and the Sisi and to replace it with a civil state secularism is also wrong is also wrong because you don't treat wrong with another wrong you don't replace a Munkar with another Munkar you don't replace a bottle with another bottle you replace the bottle with Islam you replace secularism with Islam you replace democracy with Islam you replace, ca replace capitalism with Islam you replace the power and the rule of the army with the power and the rule of an Imam a Khalifa that's what should happen and that's what we call for and that's what every Muslim should call for and that's what this ayat in Surah Al-Sharh says that no matter what the consequences are no matter what the hardships are you have to call up only for Allah Azza wa Jal only for Allah for your Rabb and for your Rabb means you desire what is it my desire for Rabb for what? for his rules, for his revelations, for his Quran, for his Islam, for his deen and for his favors and for his victory everything that comes from Allah Azza wa Jal I'm not only asking for Allah Azza wa Jal from Allah oh I want only your Jannah but in this dunya I don't care about what Sharia, what rules I'm going to rule with. It doesn't work like that. Ila Rabbika Faragab, you look up for whatever Allah Azza wa Jal gives everything. His Quran, the Sunnah, the Sharia, the laws, the regulations, the orders, the ayat, the victory, the support, and Jannah, and Al-Akhirah, and to be away from Jahannam and for all the goodies that Allah Azza wa Jal will provide on the day of judgment that's what ila rabbika fargab means that's how the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam looked at it that's how the sahaba they took it it's not that i'm looking for one thing from Allah Azza wa Jal and the other things from america you know, I, I want Allah Azza wa Jal to give us the support but once the support i have it the rules i will get them from janja crosso the civil state come on this is this is ridiculous. I want Allah Azza wa Jal to give me support against Sisi and Bashar. But once I am in the rulership, I will go to the civil state and get my rules from there. I will go to other different Sharia. I will say, no, no, now the time is not for Sharia. Or I will go for the World Bank to get loans with riba. 
Come on, it doesn't work like that. وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ You get, you look up for Allah Azza wa Jal for everything from Allah Azza wa Jal. If Allah provides you with victory, Allah will provide you with support. Allah will provide you with tamkeen, establishment, firm establishment. Allah will give you the unity. Allah will give you the heart, the strength. Allah will take off your load. So look up for Allah and only Allah. And these ayats are very interesting. Where it says very specific. إِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ When you are done with your daily stop, stand up for Allah. وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ Only for your Rabb. That's it. So we are done before the uh, nikah. So we did. We are on time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.